I keep smelling them. Stop smelling your legs. <laughs> they probably smell like turds. Oh, there we go. There's an entrance. Found the right button. Oh, it's in there. It was not an impressive open. go chewy salon chair number 35 uh, we haven't done this for a while we've been busy everybody's been busy everybody's busy tonight too it's just uh jeremy and i in, in the in the shop uh jeremy is in the new salon chair i am uh bergie may make it may not he's on a run we don't know if he's gonna make it or not uh kayla is kayla's been on the road a lot right, we'll do uh, we'll do another one next week with kayla if you want to come back out because we need to hear all her stories they've been to kentucky they've been she's been to uh, Vegas for a wedding, so she's all over the place. We got to get her going. She's got two did, bike stories, I think. Did she do that ride in Houston, the 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 Marlboro or the Winston Cup or whatever oh, they called it? I don't it. know if she made that one or not. Hmm. I, I didn't go. I was, uh, I was in Duluth. I know what she was talking about that, but I'm. I, they might have done something else. I, I, although, unless that was the one they were on, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll find out next week. She's uh, like I said, she's a busy, busy girl. So I haven't had time to talk, hardly even talk to her, let alone all she does is send out snaps and snaps and snaps, which is good enough for me. Um, so last week I was here and you were helping me work on a bike yep. and my son was with me and he sat in this chair and you dried his hair. Yes. What did he say about that? <laughs> he, he just thought it was silly. <laughs> well, it is. There's no getting around it. It's, that one works way better than the other one. I think there's a bunch of videos out there of it like takes your hair and swirls it and, and the kids just think it's the greatest thing ever. Actually, we used to done, uh, I think we did a podcast about him when, before we left for Kansas city, maybe. Uh, no, 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 before, oh, that's what we got, so I haven't even talked about that yet, so I think great, uh, some of those guys may have talked about it on their podcast, but we haven't talked about the fact that, um, Shannon and I went to and delivered a, um, a, uh, uh, one of the salon chairs, the last one we had delivered to Tony Berger over in Milwaukee, mm -hmm. and we rode, um, well, so we, it was Friday night, we stayed in town, oh, you know about this, because we went to, uh, there was a free concert in the Rivers West area, um, and it was uh, Bob Mould. Of Husker Du. Of Husker Du. Not of sugar? Not of sugar. No. no. I, I, yes, at times he was of one or the oh, other. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really fun. And then the next day we got up and we went to um, Port Washington and rode on the beaches. And I've never rode on the Milwaukee beaches. That was a blast. Hmm. It was really fun. It was a really good time. What'd you ride? Uh, I rode my single speed plug, Pugsley. Right. I, the, the best part was... Um, before we actually, that's probably more bike talk than the riding Milwaukee was more drinking. Other than it took <laughs> it took Sven about six hours to change a flat tire. We the, the, everybody had, everybody had a part in it. Whether we were Tony carries a uh, uh, like a Dewalt drill air pump with him, like he needs a, he needs an e bike because he's got forty five extra pounds on his bike with him. But um, uh, I don't know. Sven picked up a big hunk of metal hmm. and. Um, 
we were able to patch the tire, but then the tube was somewhat ripped too, or the, the, we were able to patch the tube. The tire was somewhat rich. So we, we went and uh, it was like, what do you do? What do you do? And it just said, who's got a dollar bill? Shannon had a dollar, threw the dollar bill in there. No problems. Wrote the rest of the night. It held our, our air all night too, which is kind of surprising, but. I've used that trick one time. None of it, no one had a dollar. So we had to use a 20. Oh, re- oh. <laughs> That's an expensive fix. But then, but then we got to buy a roundup beer at the end of the ride with it. So. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, uh, so, yeah, so the riding on the beach is really fun. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm, my voice is much better either because the other thing we have to talk about is uh, uh, Sven and I just got back from, he drove all the way over from Milwaukee. And we went to Osage for um, uh, their, their, their Fat Toberfest. It was hmm. a. It was a ride that they do in a camp out the campgrounds down there. It's fantastic. I, I've been telling you we needed to go there, but we haven't. Well, we'll make it. Yeah, but let's go back to that. Let's go back to the first one. So we did, we did, uh, we, we, God, it's probably been two months since we've been over there. Um, we did, uh, we went out, like, we went, I would like say, like out toward the water, out toward the lake, the north, the north side, let's say. Mm-hmm. And that's all nice and sandy. And, and it was, it was really fun. It was, it was a lazy day. We didn't really kill ourselves or anything. And then the other side, the south side is all rocks and kind of beat up and and uh, um, well, you would think it'd be worse. I thought the rocks were right easy on than than the sand was because you just I, get I, enough I, speed and you just go right over the top. Of well, right, and it's just you know it's a pile of rocks. It's not yeah. just a rock here and there in the sand. It's it's just a yeah. And it was and on a single speed that was actually easier for me to ride. I thought until you get off camber and those rocks got a wave slap on them and they just turned into icicles. It was crazy. I went down several times because of that mess. Yeah, that was a that was a fun, nice little kind of a do nothing ride. Um, Best kind. Yeah. Well, you know, hockey's been kicking my ass, and too bad Bergie's not here because uh, he and I were going to coach this team together, and I wanted to probably coach with another guy, and it's been nothing but travel. Mm. Every weekend is a tournament up in the cities, and practices are in St. Paul or Mankato or Austin. We were all over the place. I can't believe the miles I put on a vehicle to do this. It's it was nuts, but it was. It was fun. I was coaching under fourteen girls, um, and they're uh, tier one, so they're they're good hockey players, and they want to get better, and they want to listen, and they're they're funner than heck to coach. I'll tell you that. But well, okay, girls that young don't listen. Oh no, they do. These girls do. Well, you have to have the right technique. Oh, all right. You just smack them with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they're this group is really good because they were selected out of a group of about sixty. So yeah, so they're they're eager to learn, and it's and it's kind of through USA Hockey and and Minnesota Hockey. So um, there's a carrot out there for them to get to the finals and get to be seen by college coaches and, and stuff like that. So there's it's more than just going and playing hockey with good hockey players. It's it, there's a there's something to it. So cool. but and then one you just got done coaching, right? Yep, we had mountain bike practice tonight. So last week, so it's it's been a it's been a long season. It starts late July, and then the last race is this this weekend in Mankato. That's the championship. Yep, state the state race. How do they? Do they, and everybody gets to go to it? Oh, they changed it this year. So the state race, everyone in the past got to race, but it got to be the, the league's getting so big, it's too many kids. Right. So now you have to qualify for the state race. Qualification though is it's it's not. It's it's lenient. I mean, it's it's still you got to qualify. It's it's the top one hundred kids from each level. So there's a sixth grade race, a seventh grade race, an eighth grade race. 
and then there's freshmen, but once you hit high school, it's D1, D2. So D1's the bigger schools, D2 are the oh, smaller schools. Oh, okay, sure, schools. yeah. So there's D1, JV2, or D1 freshmen, D, D2 freshmen, D1, JV2, D2, JV2, and then same for JV3. There's D1, D2. I think for boys varsity, though, there's just one. They don't, they don't divide it's it It's just out. everybody? Yeah, it's just okay. everybody. So um, there's there's five races, and then you do three of the five. So there's there's bye weeks. Well, and then Rochester's just had their race, held their race two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah, we had thousand kids. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of kids, and it was it was so hot. I oh, that's right, it was during that really hot stretch, yeah, wasn't it? I was I was talking to some of the the league, like the Minnesota Cycling Association, that runs that runs the races. And I was talking to one of them just standing around BSing. And she was telling me that Rochester has now had the coldest race they've ever hosted and the hottest race they've ever hosted. <laughs> and, they, and, and they really like our course. Yeah, they do. The, I mean, par- the parking's good. It has a good infield area. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Where was last weekend? That looked like a big River race. Falls. Oh yeah. That would be, that's a good spot. Too. That's a good spot too. Yeah, and we actually, yeah. my family, we went up, Sunday night, because both my kids that were racing raced on, or Sunday, we went up Saturday night, we stayed in Hastings. Yep, yep. So we went to Beer's beers Tube and had German, and we went to the Spiral Brewery. and That looks like a fun place. It is a nice little town. It's It was fun. Went and looked at the, look, look at the Vermilion Falls. and That's cool. That's a little family that's, trip. That's, I, other than Rochester might be a little bit boring, a lot of the other races have things to do besides the race yeah especially when you go up to northern minnesota yeah yeah so we went up to duluth uh stayed in canal park the uh, race got rained out so we drove up there saturday drove back sunday without doing a race oh that sucks yeah it sucked oh it yeah. happens yeah well it never used to but now it does and, I, and that's quite all right i mean i we were talking over the weekend um about how you know we used to run rain or shine. You know, yes, this weekend was kind of cold, so the thing in Osage was half of probably what it normally is. But camping would have been. We, I mean, we had our camper down there, so it was okay. So I, I had a nice, but it, no electricity, so it was just me and the camper. So it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't that bad. It was, it was pretty decent actually. But um, we were talking about you know how events went on rain or shine. We didn't care. We we mm-hmm. put them on, and and I do remember way back when putting on a mountain bike race. And my goal was to prove that our $35, maybe a 35 bucks entry fee was enough to, was enough money to pay the insurance, pay for the, the, it was like at Bluebird Springs, I think, and in lacrosse, um, to pay, to give the, the place money. I mean, they didn't care for a lot of money because we all camped there. So they made money off everybody camping. Um, but to pay for every, everything, pay for it, give out a good payback on, on to the riders and be basically self-insured. I didn't need sponsors. I didn't need anything else. And it was going fine until I think the night before the race, we must've got three inches of rain mm-hmm. and it was a bad summer that way on top of everything else. And and there was a lot less sealed bearings back then. And everybody's just like, I'm sorry, but I cannot afford to rebuild my bike again, mm-hmm. you know, before any of the other big races come up. So I lost my ass on that one, but it was, oh, I shouldn't say I lost my ass. I only lost about $300 on the race. So it still isn't horrible, but, but, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just, it, it was to prove something and, and, 
and you do get that way. Weather does affect even even if we race rain or shine, it still affects the turnout. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, and I still give everybody shit up in the cities. Those bastards up there will roll over, <laughs> see a cloud in the sky, and decide not to go. If it's if there's a so to the, their th- way of thinking, there's a cloud in Minneapolis. There's a cloud over the whole state state of of, of the upper Midwest because they won't go anywhere else to another ride. Then well, it was raining. No, it wasn't. It was seventy five and sunny. You idiots. So we're lucky down here in <laughs> southern Minnesota. We've done. Well, not me, my kids. I, I ride, but I, I'm not a racer. My kids race. And we've done races like in in a Redhead what, by Hibbing. Yeah. And they've raced there when it was wet. That fucking red soil ruins clothes. It stains bike. It'll stain your tires. That was two years ago, right? I yeah. Think. Well, yeah. last year, the state race was there and it snowed. That's right. That's what it was. And I have pictures of people that rode that are just covered i have the my kids' jerseys that still have the red stains like you can't get it out oh yeah and it's just they don't do races at kayuna but it's the same thing if you ride there and it's wet you walk out of there and this is stuff from mines right yeah you walk out there and your clothes and your bike are just stained well it's still fun though they're still great trails don't get me wrong oh yeah they're beautiful and And they actually ride good when they're wet oh do they really yeah i think just the soil the type of the soil that just rides really good even when it's wet um yeah, so you guys had your last practice today. Well, we're supposed to practice Thursday, but I'm uh, looking at the forecast. Two inches of rain, I don't think you're practicing. I don't think we'll But yeah, tonight was the last practice. Uh, yes, Yesterday, the practice was actually fun. We did Eastwood, but we rode the trails backwards. Oh, that could kind of kick your ass. Yeah, especially when you're like going through needles and you're doing that downhill section, but you're doing it backwards and the trees are kind of narrow. So you're, right. yep. you're taking it at speeds you're not used to. That trail was built when we still cut our handlebars down. <laughs> <laughs> and really, and really think about it, we cut our handlebars down so we could get through trees. Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't that we. That was a position we thought was cool to ride. It was literally you can not lose yourself on a, on a tree much easier with. I don't know the distance, but we, we cut we cut probably two inches off of every handlebar. Yeah. So yeah, normally you're riding up that trail, so getting through the trees is no problem. But when right. you're riding down it, it's, oh yeah, it's kind of yeah. scary. Yeah, the we turns did that. Are yeah, we did that yesterday, and today we did Game Haven. It was it was fun practice, likely the last practice of the season. Uh, that that the head coach. I'm a level three coach, which I'm the peon coach. It's the lowest level coach. I I ride at the back of the packs and make sure we don't leave any kids for dead in the woods. Like that's that's my job. <laughs> so the level one coaches are the best for training. They're the head coaches. Well, then, it's, it's it's the level of yeah the training. They take the first stage trainings. They, they take shouldn't the they skills. be in back like coaching coaching? No, the level one coaches usually re- it's the level one and level two coaches are usually leaders, and then level three coaches are the we do all the grunt work. Yeah, I know what that's like. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So they set up a skills course tonight. They're playing bike soccer. They're doing fun stuff, but. There were some kids that didn't want to do that. So I just like, hey, who wants to go do long loop? And about 20 kids said, I want to ride. I want to do long loop, which is so awesome because early in the season, you would say, let's do long loop. And these kids are like, oh, God, I don't want to ride that far. Uh, it's too far. It's hard. It's like it's eight miles eight? If, you do, yeah. if you do the whole. But now at the end of the season, kids knock long loop out like it's nothing. Like That's they, awesome. They, they annihilate that trail. So we had about 20 kids, big age gap, like high school kids down to sixth grade kids and all riding together. And we had like five coaches and a bunch of kids and we're riding long loop. And it was fucking like herding cats. Like kids were just 
Or like, we're going to go this way. Like when you hit the the middle section, you can take a left and do middle mounds or take a right and skip it. Yep. Half the kids went left, half the kids went right. <laughs> and that kind of, <laughs> that messes you up when people start riding it that way. Yeah. And you're like, oh, we got to get, so you kind of keep trying to regroup. And then we, of course, one kid has a mechanical, another kid gets a flat tire. And it's all this stuff that always happens on those rides. But it was, it was really fun. It's it was really fun to see the kids enjoying writing. That's fun. Uh, Brady just texts his, his, his pickup at, at Minneapolis Airport's not until 845, so we'll have to catch him another time. Um, but we got plenty to talk about, so I'm not really worried about it. He, he hasn't, I don't think he's even been on his bicycle. Oh, um, um, I'm jumping around here horribly, but we have so much to talk about. Um, you uh, Did you see the new state bike? Did I send that to you? Was that the the fuck you bike? Yeah, yeah. I, that even might be, that might be more fuck you than even I say or would, I would comfortably ride around town. It, I still may get one. But did you see my comment on it that when Barry sent out a picture of it? Oh, Barry sent the picture out. I thought I did. Well, I thought Barry sent oh, a picture out of it. No, I couldn't send a picture out because I'm a dealer and I can't. Oh. We we had first. Like, I had to wait until it came out, and I was on the road then. Yeah, Barry sent a picture of it, and my, my reply was that Surly has the Midnight Special, and now State has the Moffat Special. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Now I got to buy one, you dick. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, and it's it's their it's their clunker. Um, I'll I'm great. One of us will put it. We'll post a picture of it on uh, full spectrum because I I know the bags are really popular. I've got people that want me to order bags, but uh, I think the bike the bike frame everywhere and the bike frame everywhere on the fork. Um, and then what's with the cat thing? That's another one I don't get. The cat thing. Oh yeah, it's I haven't uh, seen that. Oh, uh, it's something else on there. I'll have to look it up here in a second. So so you sold me that clunker over the summer. Yep. And. My kid rides it to school every day. That's that, you, you were telling me that when you guys were out there, we were working on his on his, uh, on his mo- mountain, mountain bike, bike racing yeah. bike. Yeah, and it was like, and that was like to me, that's the coolest thing ever. He's got to be going into school. To me, he's going into school just styling. I don't give a shit what the kids at school <laughs> think about him. I think that's fucking awesome, and that's that's a pretty cool thing for a kid to do to have the uh, to not necessarily be. I don't know. In my mind, he's one of the cool kids in high school. But yeah. but but for your average high school cool kid, that's not something they would be on. I don't think. Yeah, but. he he likes riding it to school. It's his only. He really likes the bike. His only complaint is is it's since it has the coaster brake. It's he said he doesn't like doing wheelies on it because he likes oh, having the handbrake yeah. control. Yeah, and he's good at wheelies. So he's yeah, very good at wheelies. Yes, because I've I've sat at a bar downtown Rochester and watched him wheelie by several times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the very first time we were down at um what the hell is that one called black door what's the no brick house brick house um when we were at brick house he rode by and i gave him a bunch of crap because we were just walking in and then i i saw him a couple more times and i was like nah, i'm not gonna bother him go ahead and be a kid downtown rochester i like that guys somebody's got to go downtown rochester yeah. he likes to hang out at dunkin donuts well that's right like right next door yeah. so that makes sense Sorry, we're all taking a drink at the same yeah. time. Yeah. His only complaint, though, about that clunker is he says the the seat is incredibly uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're not. <laughs> wow, I'm kind of used the to seat it. Looks cool, but no, it, and 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 they, and they actually and actually function. They're really good seats, 
But um, yeah, and I think part of it's riding position because you're on a cruiser. Yeah. And so the combination, yeah, when you when you've rode 15 miles on it, you stand up and you go, oh damn. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's because you're mostly sitting on it. You really don't stand. It's not like riding a mountain bike where you're up and down and up and down or a single speed mountain bike anyway. The kind of the coolest thing about that bike is he's five six and I'm six two. We can adjust the seat height and both right. Yeah, and now now Becca bought the um, Taco jo- Taco Bell one, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, ooh, I could just barely get the seat to work for her. Hmm. I mean, she's she's got such short legs. Yeah, it's she's uh, pretty short. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, were you on the ride with those two when they she had a mechanical? No, her and her and Barry. Yeah, was that Sunday morning? Oh, I probably wasn't because I was. We were up in. Oh, I don't know. If, I don't know if it happened Saturday. I think it was Saturday. She she Saturday. she texts me Sunday morning, and I don't know. I, I I'm going to give Barry shit because if he's a mechanic, I told her she needs a new mechanic. <laughs> uh, and, and I think and I think they they Jimmy the stop so it was in the middle chain ring and it stayed there so that she could ride at home. So I think mm-hmm. they did. I'm not positive, but when I got it here, it's like they were like, we need shift levers and blah blah blah. Oh, wow. And I. I actually got to work with the old cable, but I put a new cable on it because the ends are frayed so bad. So I don't, I, other than the fact that I seriously think once I got all the stops and everything adjusted correctly on it again, um, it's still a 105 triple in front that I think shift like shit no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, except for maybe the first two months are brand new. Then after that, they just don't never seem to work right to me. It's- or it's a road thing and I just can't fucking adjust it. It's one <laughs> of the two. But um, uh, once I got that all done, it was like once I cleaned it, it was fine. And it wasn't really that dirty, but it was dirty enough with that triple that, and I don't know the last time where she just dusted it off and lubed it other than just riding it. Um, the is that a, what is it? Is that a long haul? Tr- it's a 26 inch straggler? It's a, no, it's a long haul trucker. Yep. It's a long haul. It's a 26 inch with long haul trucker and it's a small frame too. She rides the shit out of it. I mean, oh yeah. No. And, and and I just think it's, you know, and I, and I, I'm just, one of uh, well, it's just one oh five shifting's not bad. I mean, it's kind of like the standard, it works really good, but at the same time, it's a triple. And I just don't, you know, there's a reason that you hardly you rarely see a triple anymore, yeah. And um, and, and that it's and they it's don't hard have, to adjust. Well, it is, and then you know, Shimano's got that extra jump on the on the top chain ring, so it's it, it makes it just a teeny bit harder. Now, it doesn't make it any harder to adjust, really. Just kind of throws the rider off on occasion yeah. you don't know where you're at but well her and barry are training for the filthy 50 is which is this weekend right, right. yep yep yeah which, they're not gonna have nice weather yeah they're gonna have the, the actual weather that day might not be it's gonna be breezy and chilly but it won't be bad i think the problem is that two days before they're supposed to get two inches of rain yeah so thursday we're supposed to get two inches of rain all well, by friday we're supposed to get two inches yeah, of rain right friday, two inches of rain so yeah it's it's gonna be an i actually signed up but now i don't think i can do it because i i have to go to mankato for the kids's race that's but, cool you get to go you guys speak to mankato though I, on the other hand, instead of going to barcelona this last week i'm going to grand forks north dakota oh. to uh for a coach's conference yeah, and they keep bugging me, like, do you want tickets to the game? No. It's fucking North Dakota. I go to the Frozen Four, and I see those fighting Sioux fans, whatever the fuck you want to call them. What are they the, called now? Um, fighting. Something Hawks. See, some <laughs> Hawk thing. Remember. Some birdie thing, yeah. But anyway, the problem is, is they're obnoxious enough at Frozen Four. And then you think... I'm going to go to a, sit in a building that's full of those guys. There's not a chance in hell I'm going. To, I'll, go, I'll go tour the building in the morning 
when there's nobody there, but I'm not going to a game. I'll, I will go sit in the crappiest bar I can find that doesn't have a, <laughs> a fan in there and not, I'm not, I am not going to that game. I don't care if you put us in a suite, I'm not going to that game. Can't do it. <laughs> Just can't do it. So, <laughs> and the guy had some tickets. Are you sure you don't want a ticket? Hell no, I don't want a ticket. I never heard you so angry about something. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I don't get, I don't usually get angry about anything. <laughs> um, Let's see. So yeah, so we're ripping through this stuff pretty fast, but um, uh, Milwaukee was a blast. Um, oh, the one that's going to take us. Let me let, let's just go over um, Osage this last weekend, and then we'll then we'll get to the real reason I even had you come out here. Um, uh, so Osage does. We, we, a bunch of us went down for the Matahey. Um, their Mayday Mayhem clunker race was it was a, a, a coaster break race which is a blast so that was uh give me a minute i'm good okay right now no go and drink, you drink that one you're gonna drink the uh since that and oh, that's yeah, from this is a good intro yeah, here. yeah and that's from limestone brewery down in osage i mean so osage is cool and and um derek's gonna come on again and we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna promote his stuff down there because um pandemic their riding was high it's it's tailing off a bit now um there's some of the stuff that we've talked about in town here with oh that sounds so nice um Limestone Breweries right downtown Osage. The beer is fantastic. The trail is two miles away, maybe. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, it's it's just fun. It's a great. They they they've. So I've I've ridden in Osage, but road biking. I've never right. ridden like oh, the mountain bike. The yeah, Mitchell County Mountain Goats. Yep, yep. And are? and the and the reason they, that name came from is on your way. There's a little the ride we're going to do on Sunday. That they had a delay because the little bar restaurant they were going to go to couldn't, um, didn't have enough staff and they could open up at one. And I had to get back for some hockey stuff. So we, uh, uh, Greg and I jumped off off and took off and came back. We didn't go for the ride, but um, there was a, the DNR had a place up there and they used to raise goats at it. And that was kind of, that was where, that was where the, the Mitchell County goats came from. Um, uh, but uh, uh, Derek's going to come on and give a much better ex explanation. We went to a bar called Mix down there. Huh. Oh, my God, it was so much fun. Just the greatest greasy. His, uh, his bartenders, Mona and Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, um, nobody Nobody listens to this is going to catch this thing, but you ever remember watching Tim Conway when he was on Carabinet Show and he was that little old man? I think so. Yeah, or he walks walks really slow. Does time, he, though, oh, yeah, I know it. But it he remind he reminded me so much of that guy. Like Greg was ordering a, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, and it was sitting there frying, and the, the cheese was melting off and onto the grill. Just and it just kept going, and he's over there to his computer, like typing in music, you know, <laughs> typing in a song, and then he finally picks a song, and he reaches up, and he's got this little dinky landed from like the seventies, and he like a dust <laughs> that one, and he turns it off, and he. Starts walking toward the burger and it's like, oh, maybe he'll save it. And he stops. All of a sudden, the TV's there's a baseball game. He stops and looks up at the baseball game and watches everything. <laughs> then, he, then it dawned up this burger. Then he kind of like scooted over them. But holy crap, I couldn't stop laughing. It was a great stop. So there's there's at least two good places so, to drink in town there. So that was in Osage. Yeah, that's right in downtown Osage. Yeah, and they're like there's like there, there's a um, there's another one across the street. I can't remember. Uh, last call, I think it was. So there's the microbrewery, and then two other bars are within a half a block of each other. It's a, it's it's a cool little town, and and the big sock sale is going on. The sock sale. Um, I've been, I've been to the sock. I'll tell you my sock sale story after your story. Well, no, I'm just saying. I I went to the for the first time on Friday, and it was insane. I get down there, and it's and I'm I'm not kidding you. It's raining. 
and I'm fairly certain there was a snowflake involved every now and then. And I'm in a short sleeve shirt and shorts, and we had to stand in line to get in. Yeah, it's packed. Yeah, it's and busy. when you, yeah when you get in, it's insane. It's a dollar, two dollars, or three dollars. And it's really funny to see LL Bean socks in their wrapper with a thirty-five dollar sticker on it, and it, they're selling them for three bucks. But there's a flaw, you know, like that. Mm -hmm. They said uh, uh, Derek was saying because he used to work, he goes, "If the LL are too close together, they won't accept them." So stuff like that. It's like little piddly stuff that you and I wearing a pair of socks could give two shits less about. Isn't it like Fox something? Fox Fox, Fox Valley, I think is what yeah. it's called. Yeah. Sock and 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 I, I don't know. We bought it was you know and then they, and, they, and it's a it's a fundraiser for Rotary. God, I can't believe I said that. I hate Rotary. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was also, I think Rotary Lions Club. They donate money. Um, they did socks for soldiers. Uh, the lady in front of me had two, you know, those bags are huge, right? Mm -hmm. And she had two bags full. Her daughter was in the service and she was sending them to her troop. I don't, God, she probably spent a hundred bucks and got hundred, hundred or so pairs of socks. I don't know. It was, it was crazy. It was, it was nuts. And it was, and the line was crazy, but it went fast. The people were working hard. It was, oh, yeah. it was, it was, it was the, how it how, when you walk in the door you're going oh my god this is a giant shit show but it really wasn't it's really the tables are really or, well organized yep yep and people are you're in a tiny little town of four thousand so everybody's friendly and nobody's it's not like going to Walmart on on Christmas on the day after Thanksgiving Black, yeah, Black where Friday, yeah. people are fighting and stuff it was no it was it was awesome it was fun so your story is first I'm gonna say this Oktoberfest is really good yeah then that's from limestone yeah that we had that um to start the ride that's what they did everybody pick up a couple cans of beer and we rode out to um and just if if you want to see what some of the stuff we're talking about for trails um the uh, mission Mitchell, uh, County. Mitchell County mountain uh goats have a um uh, Facebook page and they post a lot of little sections of little videos of their rides out there and stuff mm. and and um they've had so it's cool so we went we went there um First week of May for the clunker ride. For the clunker ride, and then we went again. Now and and we we all were talking about we need to go down there and camp. Camping is ten bucks. You know it's it's unimproved, but it's still who cares? It's awesome campsite right on the Cedar River. Um, but so to so not to have ridden there in between those two, it was really fun to see how they've kept up the trails, how they've added features to the trails. You know some. Some logs and some a new spots, right? The new spots where I'd have to get rid of my arms are killing me on the next day. But um, no, it was it was it was a blast. It was fun just to see how hard those how hard those guys worked down there in the summer. And that's um, when we get into our last subject. Um, that's something we'll bring up a little bit more there about about working on the trails and 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 uh, how we need to get more people out and help us with it. But that's kind of where they're at right now too. Is there's there's a hardworking group of six people, but they've got. 18 miles of trail now, 20 miles of trail. Oh, that's a lot of trail. And that's a lot of trail to take care of. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was saying, the long loop at Game Haven's eight miles. Right. Right. Rochester's up to, what, what, I can't remember. Of dirt. Yeah. Multi use dirt trail. Oh, geez. Probably 20 miles. Yeah. If that. You know, we've got 15, 20, and we've got 20 in Decora. 15 to 20 not miles. Not including, well, the, well, Rochester lost a big chunk. Right. We lost, that was a couple miles. Yeah. Probably a couple miles yeah. of trail. I mean, some of it I didn't ride because I didn't like riding the prairie. But I mean, but if you, well, you can still ride the prairie. That section does kind of suck. Well, yeah, but now there's a fun way to get to the prairie. Now that fun oh, yeah. way is gone, so I'd, I'm not going that way. But um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, you're so, Fox, I, you're, so, so uh, we we do a fall ride every year. Last year we did it in Decora. We stayed at Ron's house. The year before, it, it it's it moves, so it's it's never it. 
usually we move it every year. So a couple of years ago, we we stayed in Riceville. There's a really nice county park in Riceville, hmm. just just east of Osage. <clears throat> and there's that bike trail that goes almost from the Minnesota Iowa border south. I can't remember that trail is called the Wapsipinicon Trail. I think um, the Wapsi. Wapsi, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. It's a paved trail. It's it's just a paved trail. So we drove down. Me and Bradley and my friend Mikey's father-in-law, it was just the three of us, we stayed at the campground in Riceville. And then on Friday, we rode east of Riceville to a little winery, Fox something winery. I don't know if I've ever heard it, of that. It was a blast. It was a really nice place. It was on a gravel road. And then we rode back to camp and we dropped off our wine bottles because we bought wine. And then I'm like, let's ride to Osage. Well, there's not a good way to ride to o- so it, Osage from Riceville. Yeah, there's no shoulders on anything. Well, we took back kind of county roads, some gravel roads, and we were we made it to Osage, and it's in the afternoon, and we're riding into town, and I didn't know the sock sale was going on, but I knew about it. And on the main road, there's like a huge sign, yep. sock sale. I'm like, oh, we got to go to the sock sale. So we turn and we go to the sock sale, and I bought a huge bag of socks for like $40. And then... My buddies are like, how are you going to carry that back to camp? (laughs) And luckily I had my trunk bag and I was able to like stuff it into the trunk bag on my bike. Like my, it was plum full. And then we went to the brewery. We had some pizza. We got, drank some beer. We bought some cans of beer to go. And now it's getting late. It's starting to get dark. And we're riding back to Riceville and we're like, well, let's just take the main highway. It's late. It won't be very busy. It was still fucking busy. So we're just riding back. We're on the shoulder, the three of us. We got our lights. We got about three quarters of the way there. And we're like, let's stop on this side gravel road and have a beer. So we pull off the side of the road and we're just standing on this gravel road, watching the cars go by. We're drinking a beer. Well, this minivan goes by and it like slams on its brakes and does a U-turn and comes back. And we're like, oh, fuck, what's what's going on? This woman pulls over. She rolls down her window. This old woman, probably in her 60s. Are you guys okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah, we're great. We're just riding back. We needed a little break. Can I give you a ride into town? Like, no, no, no. She was the sweetest, sweetest woman. Cool. And we were like, I mean, it was so nice of her to check. Well, and and I've heard other people talk about... So from Decorah to, it's an hour drive from Decorah to Osage. So we've mm-hmm. talked about doing the ride and then just bike riding over and camping and then, you know, like taking ogres and stuff like that. The trails aren't aren't that technical that you need full suspension or anything. Yeah. They, they ride it a lot because it's just easier on your body. But um, we've talked about doing that. And, and the more we've talked to people, um, not necessarily people that have rode, but people that drive there, they have a lot of respect for people on bicycles. Hmm. I mean, not, not not like it's bringing them gazillions of dollars into their into their economy or anything, but they just... Well, the brewery sponsors a lot of rides, too. Right, yeah. Uh, Tony rides quite a bit, too. Tony, the owner of, of the brewery, rides... As, he's been on every ride I've ever been on hmm. with those guys. And so, Riceville has that paved trail, so they probably get a lot of bicycle sure. traffic. So it's, it's kind of the area, you know, and then plus you're in small rural Iowa, you know, and they yeah. just... Uh, I would... I, and we, I was got ragbri, so yeah, people, a lot well, of people are used to. Bikes. And we've we all agreed that the only thing is, is this time of year with all the farmers out on the the gravel roads and stuff, it's uh, yeah, those are the those are the coolies they gave us this year. 
you know, they, they, every time that he does a ride, the rides, um, Derek and Joe do the rides. The rides are for, um, uh, for the trail benefits, but they don't charge you. They just take free will donations. And the, in the swag is always a hat, a t-shirt, you know, this year was this time it was a t-shirt and this leather coolie, that kind of stuff. It's always, it's all their, their rides are always fun. You get a deal on a beer. The pizza's fantastic. You know, they oh, yeah, a, I, I, yeah, we they, had their pizza. They've really got good. a big kitchen now. I think the last time we were there, oh, the kitchen. Because was... I, I heard they, in the last year or two since I've been there, they've right. kind of renovated. Um, like the, across from the bar toward the back. Yeah. That, where, they, where they do the axe throwing. Okay. That they, they put a full kitchen back there. And they were the, when, when I went to get a pizza from there, the, the, uh, um, uh, the to go pizzas boxes were stacked. I mean, huh. they were busy as all get out. So that's good for them. I, I like that. That's cool. So I'm looking at my phone here because that, that Wapsie Trail in Riceville. First off, Riceville has a great bar if you haven't been there. I know Kayla's been there. Ask her about it. Okay. It's the Team Rowdy Beaver Clubhouse. Is in right, so there's a team on Ragbri right. called Team Rowdy yep. Beaver. I, I know, I've seen them. Yeah, somebody in that team has a bar in Riceville, and it's called the Team Rowdy Beaver Clubhouse. Yeah, that sounds like a trip now, doesn't it? Because Riceville's only it's two hours from here. It's I don't even think it's, it's that a, far. It's an it's an hour to Osage, which is from, but it's closer than Osage. It's oh, east of right. Osage. I was thinking it was south. You're right. No, it's no east yeah, of you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. just a little south of Leroy. Yeah, Leroy, so it's, it's probably close to an hour then. It's probably about the same. So that trail goes from Riceville and then it goes north up north of McIntyre and then it goes south down to Elma. And it's it's just a normal flat paved trail, but it's sure. nice. But I think the goal is is they want to take that trail on up to to Leroy and connect it to the, the shooting star. star shooting star. Shooting star. Yeah, shooting star, yeah. They want to connect it to that trail and then that trail eventually is supposed to go all the way over to Austin. So yeah, that would be a yeah. cool little ride. Well, and then you know that's and that's the hopes of all the trail systems to hook together. You know, yeah. they want to hook um, the one um, from the, the one the one in Decora. They want it, the, they want to hook that to the um, Prairie Trail that goes between Cresco, oh, Cresco. and that we uh, rode Cal last year. Yeah, right. Fall, right. They, yeah. they want to tie that into that, and I know they want to go north, but going north is and tie into the Root River, but that's going to be. An undertaking because well, that's that's a very hilly that's a hilly way to get there. Well, even the trails in town here they're trying they're trying to get it over to Chester Woods and then o eventually over to that trail that goes up to Plainview. Yep. And but that well, and that's probably the same down there. Most of those trails have been on the books for thirty years. Yeah. You know, so it's it's just a matter of it's it's a slow process to put it that way. A so, lot of opposition talking about trail opposition. Well, <laughs> I don't the road the the road one I don't think is. Well, I guess the one we're going to talk about now, the comparisons are very close to the same. Um, anytime I've, I've been involved with um, paved trails in Minnesota and the opposition, um, usually 90% of it goes away after the first few days the trail's been open and they find out that the local people, other than somebody that lost some property that they thought they were, because they're all real trails. Mm -hmm. So there are people that think that that property is theirs and it never really is. But, mm -hmm. you know, they've, you know, it's the same old story. So the real reason we're going to do that, we're doing this one and it's just you and I is uh, um, Rochester has in essence two trail systems. We've got, we've got Game Haven and um, Eastwood and uh, um, the RAS club, which is a really big club. It's, I don't, I don't know how many members it's got, but it's, it's cross country skiing, 
It's mountain biking. It's road riding. Um, now they even have a gravel group. They got a gravel group now too. So the 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 number of members is I don't know. I couldn't even tell you what it is. I I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a member. But we're not getting into why I'm not a member. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, the mountain bike group. We started building trails. Ah, oh, God, I don't know. I was trying to figure that out. Early nineties, maybe. Like and 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 we we built we built Eastwood. Um, and that was about all we had. We really didn't have taken care of him. Charlie Tree went out to Eastwood and, and basically doubled what we had to build before on his own. Like So it was just a handful of people that built the trails. And Imba wasn't giving classes at that time. Mm-hmm. So it was just what we knew. We followed trails. We They were branched off of cross-country ski trails that, are, that are, were all the way through Eastwood and stuff anyway. So forward to now. So the RAS group is awesome. And it's big. Uh, they've been offered some land on the southwest side of town to build uh, some trails and some um, uh, pump track and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like a flow, flow track. Yeah, just it. make a nice little area down there for kids to go play on, almost like a bicycle playground more than anything else. Um, and they've looked at some other properties that they could build on. Well, there's a section that's, um, and I, I can, I'll make sure that Greg throws the links on there, um, that they've got approval from the park system. Um and there's stages they have to go through. So they presented it to the park park board, how they want to build it, where they want to build it. Well, and I get a phone call because my name was on, <laughs> and 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 uh, uh, this is where this is where uh, my relationship with uh, being involved with any of this ends because I'm 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 certainly on the side of the people building the bike trails, and I think they're doing a wonderful job and they're doing a great job taking care. Of. That being said, I've got zero time for the people that are. And their their conversations. So I'm not going to say anything positive about the people that are that are against this trail system. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to pretend that I think that they have valid points at all. I think personally, I think they're complete fucking idiots. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, no, I know. I mean, I mean, it's, it's shocked, you know, Ron. Granted, I've been doing this for a long time, but they a conversation I had with somebody about this was that they the person, and I, I'm and I'm going to find out who it is because because I'm going to drag him by his short hairs, <laughs> and I'm going to take that fucker out of those trails, and we're going to walk those trails, and I'm going to give him a little walking history of those trails. But what it comes down to is the 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 club went out and got permission. Um, I don't know if they have trails laid out or not. I don't think they have. They've got like They're, they have to do all the soil studies yep, yep. And, and environmental which, impacts yep. and and there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. You know, we first built these trails. We and and, and to everybody's to the city, the county, us, the guys that were building the trails, there was nothing to go to. Imba didn't didn't exist. We were just like all guys trying to figure out what to do. So part of their argument is against against this trail system. The city's already kind of approved going forward with it's not a complete it's not done yet there's they, a lot of, they've approved the concept yes there's four quadrants to the city and each quadrant should have trails mm-hmm. so there should be four trail systems one in each north northeast northwest southeast southwest and southeast already has one yes we got eastwoods there eastwood uh, eastwood's a for what it is it's a great trail yeah i mean i know i know other places that have come here Eastwood is a tiny little area that's that's landlocked by a highway and a golf course, and the, and the amount of trails, and apartments, and, and, and apartment a neighborhood. Yeah, and- yeah. Oh, you know, and and go back to that too. Um, 
So we've got one there. And that was the first one. And how that one came to be was when we first bought mountain bikes in the early 80s, we would ride Corey Hill. And when we decided that we should do some trail riding and they said, hey, you really can't be out here. Totally get it. You know, and then there was a discussion about it with the city, the Graham, uh, uh, Greg Munson out at, out at Corey Hill. There's a discussion about it. And we're like, I agreed with them. It's like, no, I shouldn't really be riding here. That's, there's way too much foot traffic. It's a very busy park. And it's and not it's, really. It's rocky. Well, no, the rocks were kind of fine, although yeah. the bikes were riding back then it wasn't, but now they'd be a piece <laughs> of cake. Um, and, the, and the city basically said, hey, just go do something out at Eastwood. It's a cross-country ski, and there's all the woods out there, and nobody uses it for anything. It's cross-country skiing in the winter. You guys can't do anything to it in the summer. It's a perfect setup, and it mm-hmm. was. We built trails off of what was already there, but, I mean, the, the majority of it was we started just riding the cross-country ski trails, so that was fine. And then this person brought up my name because they saw it on some on some meetings, on minutes from the meeting from park boards, and they talked about Indian Heights, and Cor- they talked about Quarry Hill. So explain why Quarry Hill was taken out of it. And this and this person that's trying to put the big fight against these trails um, used examples of Quarry Hill, and then the other one he used was Indian Heights. And Indian Heights is a terrible place. And I don't remember whose idea it was that we should build there. It's dead set in the middle of the cities. There's a there's a uh, wasn't the convent on the one convents side? on one side. There's a private house on the other side. Crennel's at the bottom of the hill. The only thing that hill has ever been used for in my entire life, and why it's called Indian Heights, I don't know. But all it is, kids go up there and drink. I did it. You, uh, you wouldn't have done it, but we did it when we were kids. I mean, it was like it was like the place to go hang out. And, we, and it was there's no place to park a car. Yeah, the, the ride to get to the top of the trail sucks. Once you get on the trails, there's nothing there. So if this clown is going to try to use this as this is look, Indian Heights is a perfect example. Well, first they had the Indians go in there and find out there's an Indian artifacts. They got nothing. They said, oh, we don't know. Then they sent a botanist in there. They couldn't find anything that was a Saying well, the only thing they found out was is that the people that that live around there had encroached so far oh, into the park department yeah. that they were knocking. They had to knock down gazebos, and I think the city put a fence up to make sure they didn't come in. So now I'm starting to think: Is this what these guys did at, at the at the one that they're fighting in um, uh, Northern Heights now? Even if they were smart enough not to build stuff. It- on the city land, I still think they consider that part of their backyard. Well, without a doubt, yeah. I mean, it's like it's like the people that have the that's, that's the, where they dump the, their grass clippings. Yeah, and, the Rochester Parks, all those guys have that that mentality too. And, and and if it's a city park, I mean, to knock the city of Rochester, I mean, other than now that we've got mountain bike trails going in and they're and they're and they're um um the uh, frisbee golf course that's out there is cool, you know, and it, and they and they intertwine really well and it it works fine. Um, but everything else in Rochester, if I want to put a slam on this park department, and yes, I can because I work for them part-time, um, their idea of a park and too many people in the city's idea of a park is a baseball field, a soccer field, a sandlot volleyball thing, a swing set, and everything is mowed. That, that's a park to these guys. Mm-hmm. Where, it, where a park to you and I is someplace we have some woods to go walk. So we go. let's go back to before we get more into the Northern Heights one. Um, when they were talking about all this stuff, the when they made when the city made the swap with a private investor to build that that um, apartment complex that kind of took over, over the mounds area, that little part of our ride, mm-hmm. uh, it didn't take a lot out of Eastwood, but it took something. Um, I was riding through there, and I, there was a couple walking their dog, and the guy goes, "I got to get a mountain bike." He goes, they, "They they were telling me about these trails." He said, "They they they advertise." 
that the, there is a walking biking trail right out your back door when you live in those apartments. Huh. So they're using it as advertisement. The, the, the if you bike through there, they, that apartment has a fence, and there's actually gates. gates. Yep, in yep. The fence. And I've and I've run into I've run into this couple more than once. I mean, over the last couple of years, I've run into months. So they've been living there for a couple of years, so it must be a decent place to live. But I, I and I don't know if he has a mountain bike, but they're always out walking their dog out there. Mm -hmm. And and that's been that's been the case since we built those trails. Everybody's out there walking their dog. So, and I don't know if any of this. I, I know some of the history that of the North, of the Northern Heights property from my use of it when I was a kid. So we never entered from up above because we never went through the school property. Um, we entered from down below where the trailer court is, down below mm -hmm. Wissabankies North. Mm -hmm. We always entered through down there, and then we would, take and drive our, we would take and drive our Jeeps up through that. And then when we got mountain bikes, we would go ride mountain bikes in that area too. Now it was starting to get built up up on top, but there were still lots of the old Jeep trails running around there. And no, you couldn't drive a Jeep in there anymore. So there was still some trails. We rode our mountain bikes a little bit. It was it was double track. It was really rocky. It was really rutted out. It was, it was you know, guys, when we were out there with it, not, not that I rode out there a ton with my Jeep. I didn't have a Jeep for that long, but but people would four-wheel out there. Mm -hmm. by, and by four-wheel back in the 70s and stuff, it was a Jeep. You didn't have, you know, you didn't have side-by-sides or four-wheelers or anything like yeah. that. You had Jeeps or a Bronco or something like that. So that's what, and then so he was telling me, he goes, well, how you get there is, you know, where Churchill School is. I'm like, yeah, and he goes, the hockey rink, you know, and yeah, when I was a kid, we'd go up there and play the Churchill kids in hockey all the time. And then there's a ball field and there's a trail. And I go, that's where the fucking four-wheelers went in. So this guy <laughs> is all pissy and moaning about this trailer with someone that the mountain bikers, like, no, I'm pretty sure if it's the trail, I think it is. This, that, that, was this, that was where you came out with your Jeep and then drove through the neighborhood to get out of there. So I mean it's it's and 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 I'm not positive. I haven't been up there. I'd certainly have to go up there and ride it. But what and I was like after having this conversation with this guy, um, and he's involved in it. Um, I think he lives in the neighborhood. Actually, uh, we talked about it quite a bit, and I was like, uh, same old argument. I've heard it a million times. Um, it'll it'll just air itself out. Then they started putting stuff on the news, and I was fine. Even with, you know, oh, it's controversy. I mean, KTTC is nothing more than fucking news, new, uh, broadcasting 101. They're like the cheesiest station. <laughs> I, fuck. They, I just never mind. Um, but anyway, they, they did have an article on there, and I, and I went and watched it, and they said, it's going to depreciate the value of our property. And, and, and ever since then, I have got nothing nice to say that about any of those people that are fighting it. Uh, you are you are the biggest bunch of buffoons I've ever seen in Especially my life. Especially when you're saying that apartment building uses it exactly as a marketing. Point. Yeah, now the one one group's against marketing. Uh, the the Mitch, the Osage guys were given land to go do that because it helps. It gives it it improves their their value down there. It, not only does it bring a few more people in, it gives the people down there something to do. I mean, it, there's there's never once been. I don't care if it's paved. Or dirt trails where it's been near a neighborhood where it has caused problems for a neighborhood. Never once have I if I wanted. I we've been all over this goddamn United States. And I still have not seen. Don't get me wrong. There's probably some somewhere, but I have not seen one yet. And and the trails these guys are going to build. You know, I know the I know we, our first cost was, was was you know I said ooh there could be some erosion there because it's very rocky. Mm -hmm. But 
these guys have got Mork, they've got Imba, they've got so many, the, the guy, they'll, they'll probably have the company come in and lay it out that, that professionally builds trails. And, and the bigger part of it, taking it back to what we were talking about earlier is we're not going to just build these trails for shits and giggles. We're going to build these trails last. Cause you know what the last thing we want to do is go out there and work on them. And, and I've seen the trails out at game Haven and they've put in a few trails, especially in that prairie area where the trail was there and, it rained and water started running and you started getting ruts. They move it. Like right. this is a bad spot for a trail. Let's reroute this. Cause, yeah. Cause this, this was a mistake. Let's well, fix it. And, 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 and sometimes it comes down to um, not necessarily the time of the year, but for the last seven years, we haven't hardly had any rain. So yeah. this, this section is dried up and then all of a sudden we start getting boatloads of rain and, and nobody's ever seen this area turn into a swamp before. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so it makes total sense. And, 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 and trails are living things. I mean, they, they, right. They evolve, they become different based on the environment. Well, and you know, and, and, and it like, I think you told me that if you build a trail and you realize it's not working, if you build it right within a few years, it goes back to nature. Oh right? yeah. We, if we, like we're talking about moving our trails down into core in a pine tree area. And then we had a we had a bunch of arguments down there with a couple of guys that were like, God, and they ride them every day, and they were still just completely idiots about it. Um, They're bitching about us taking the pine needles off. Well, there's going to be a running race on it. Boy, you take the pine needles off, it'll erode. We built those trails off the trails in Eastwood with no knowledge of how to really build a trail in a pine in a pine area. Mm-hmm. And now that we do, and actually the trees that are going down are not the only thing we're doing is showing roots. And so we take that trail and we move it. 10 feet over by next year you won't know where that trail that trail that we've been riding for 20 years is mm-hmm. it will fill with needles it will fill with leaves you know the the water's going to wash it around everything's going to be fine and those trees will not fall mm-hmm. the stuff that falls is stuff that's not even near the trail heads it's, it's been falling onto the trails and you know, we cut we cut 40 trails or 40 trees down last year down in decora and i and i would bet the i bet i'll bet up here they did that many if not more and it's not because Trails are there, and they're making it unsafe, and the trail and that stuff is falling down. It's just natural. The trails are just the trees are just getting old, rotting, and dying, and falling down. It's whichever way the wind blew that day. Um, so the fact that that these you know, so now there's a survey out, and this and the park department's got to look at it. And I, I wish the park department just had the balls to say. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off you guys you don't even have a clue what you're talking about you know and then and then i wish they would go over there and find out if they are encroaching the property and take a bulldozer and knock over all their shit and just drive them right back over there and put up a fence if you can't do any more better than that and that that might not be the case there it was the case up in indian heights that know, may yeah. not be the case there i don't know i i i can tell you two other places in rochester along paved trails and you ride across you look across the street from like a bear creek park you ran through bear creek trail and all those neighborhoods over there thought all their property went up to the to the Crick, and they all started building stuff down there. Mm-hmm. And then some stuff washed out of the water, and the city guys were coming by, and they're like, well, why is that there? Like, these people were building right up to the water. And and they, that I, I bet there was 30 feet there that wasn't their property. Yeah, I've seen that, like, on the Zumbro River there. Well, across from where Bulls Bar is going by the old Valentinos. Mm-hmm. I Across the river there, I've seen people try to just keep building closer and closer to the right. river well you know and, and going back to their point about one of the other complaints was it brings in the homeless and you know the, it, it the brings o- in the homeless it brings in bad elements and they don't realize that if that park isn't so secluded 
because they want it to be secluded and unused. But when that happens is when you get. But it, but they don't want it unused. They want it so that only they get to oh, use yeah. it. Oh, yeah. There's a big difference. Oh, that's a soccer game. I'll have to call it back. Yeah. I mean, and the stupid thing is if you actually go out in this town and venture out and actually see where the homeless set up camp, it's it's either it's it's close to a water and it's close to a grocery store. Right. Indian Heights is neither one of those things. Right. Right. No homeless people that, are gonna want to that, that's set neighborhood up their camp all the way around there. that, if I remember right. Yeah. There, I mean there's 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 businesses down at the bottom below the trailer court, but that's it's bars not, and restaurants. And, and I'm not sure that I'm not sure that that particular valley even reaches that spot. That might be one over. Yeah, it's been so long since I rode a bike or a, or, a, or a jeep out there that I, 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 I want to go ride a bike over there just to see. I but then again, I don't want to. I don't want them to say, "See, there's a guy out there riding right now." I I. I I should just go walk it just to get an idea. I mean, because because I'm not letting up on this. I, I I probably should because I should just let. I think Rask is going to win. I think Rask has got. I mean, if you look at their last press release, um, it was very well written. It's exactly what they're going to do. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they explain the process of how they build the trails and how they make sure the trails are okay and how they go through all this stuff. And and the only difference probably now is is the fact that that the club is going to have to pay for. Um, soil studies, the soil study, the, the botany, studies. yeah, all that stuff. They're going to take care of that. Them, they're going to take care of that themselves. Where the city would have probably found some money to help pay for part of it, or got used the state for something. You know, um, uh, I would, but you know, that whole thing is becoming a, with just like everything else. Like, look how long it took them to put the bridge in uh, to get to. Um, little, little thistle. thistle and little thistle had to help pay for it. Well, right, because well, that bit of that was is from what I've understand is that they had just done that. They had just done this. The DNR guy had been down and just done that study. He goes, why do I gotta do it again? Why do I have to come down there again and do that again? Like within two years. Well, it's for different projects, so I gotta go down and do it again. So he was, I think he was a bit pissy on top of it all too. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's. Um, can you grab me another beer? I don't care what it is. Bergie's not gonna make it. We've got, oh, yeah, we've got like three minutes and we're done. What do you want? I don't care. Surprise me. Give me PBR. It's been a while. It's been like a couple days. Actually, this is this is Iowa PBR. Let's see how it sounds when it opens. I have no fingernails left. Sounds okay. Oh, that sounds not bad at all. The thing yeah. is, though, I've, and you've, you've lived here your whole life. I've only lived here 20-ish years, 20-some years. I've ridden into these parks. Like I, I live over kind of by Mayo Wood, that that trail area. And there's trails through there that people walk and create anyway. So e- even if Rask isn't going up there and building trails, there's gonna be trails. People are gonna go oh, there I'm, and walk I'm... and hike. And you and you know what? I bet those footpath created trails are very well likely could be worse for the environment in, in certain, if you built a planned trail. In certain cases, they are because because you, well, for an example, um, we just spent, we get the Luther kids for a, um, a trail building down in Decora um, when they come back to school. So we get them for two hours. So we had, I don't know, like as many as 80 kids sometimes for two oh, hours wow. to, to, do, to, do, to do labor on the trails. And we spent the entire day 
out at Twin Springs where nobody rides a mountain bike anymore. It was like one of the only places we rode originally, but now nobody rides there. It's a one-mile loop that goes straight up past the springs, does a loop on the top, and comes back down. It's just <laughs> a giant lollipop, right? Mm -hmm. And so there was a trail that went straight up all the way to the top, and it washed out horribly. And it was just, it was most of like, and we rode it a couple times. You, you never really rode it. Nobody could ride it. You had to walk your bike up it. Uh, but that being said, and I don't, I, I, in fact, I didn't even see the last time they, they rebuilt it because I didn't go over there. I'm just like, I got no reason to go over there. I don't like riding that. It's, it's a hiking trail for people to walk their dogs. Mm -hmm. So I didn't go over there. So we went over there in August, hotter than hell. Oh, we had, oh, we had to have at least 60 kids out there helping us. We had two groups of 30. Maybe it was three groups of 20. I don't remember. A anyway, um, we hauled, that where that area now has run it out so bad. We have, we have cut and made in switchbacks to the top. and then But this other trail is still there. And we'd filled it in. And they took all the logs we put in there. And took, they literally walked up and grabbed the logs, dragged them to the top, and had bonfires. So now we put bigger logs in. And then, we, and then these kids dragged... Dirt that the city had brought over there, and we dirt and rock that we used for fill, and we filled in around the, the so you can't dig the the logs out anymore, and we filled it all back in these two big hunks, and then we took and put a bunch of brush on there, and then ran cable and wired the brush down. So if you if you're gonna take a piece of brush, you're gonna have to take a gigantic bundle, and just to keep people from doing that. Now I'll guarantee you, if we go there, if we went there today, so that was in August, but if we went there right now, somebody's still walking up beside it. Mm -hmm. but at least the part that was rutting and washing away so bad is now at least protected. And we, don't get me wrong. We may have to do something else to it. I mean, we're not perfect when we do this. We, but, but my point is, is that and I'm not just saying hikers are bad for it or anything else. It, it's, it, it's, it's anytime you put a trail in anywhere, anytime you walk someplace, if you think it's going to make that's it's going to come back to the way it was before you're wrong. Mm -hmm. We are always going to have to maintain these trails. That's why, we had the discussion down in Osage and we had this discussion in Decor. And I know they're having the same problem here because because they've lost a couple of their bigger trail work guys that have moved on. My neighbor was one of them. And um, you have to have people that are going to have to maintain. Those trail systems are not going to maintain themselves. You cannot build it so that it doesn't have to be maintained. Mm -hmm. We can get really close and we can make them so that, that the runoff doesn't affect anything. And we know how to do that. And we, we have all that we have years of fucking practice and, and even more years of of investigating and building correctly and making mistakes and learning from our mistakes and you've got Imba and you've got Mork and you've got all these you've got professional companies that came in and build trails now and they build them to specs there are specs out there for building these trails now mm -hmm. like when when we did when we did Corey Hill and Eastwood and we had those discussions there was nothing the only thing we had the only thing that the state could even offer us was Bicycles have to give way to hikers and horses. That was that was the closest they came to having anything that that resembled a a trail. It was trail etiquette. There wasn't even trail maintenance. It was trail etiquette. That was all they could the, come up with. The person coming down the hill has the right of way yeah. to the person going up the hill. And you know, and it's funny because now Corey now Oaks, uh, Oxbow has mountain biking out there. But when we used to ride out there, because my buddy used to live out there, they said we didn't build these switchbacks for you guys. And they're right. Every one of them had a horribly blind corner. Mm -hmm. So we rode them like a couple times ago, mm, not a good idea, you know, and now they were out there and they put in a few trails now. And, and the guys at Expo did it because they understand that that also works. Well. Those mountain bike trails work well for people on snowshoes in the winter, 
You know, I mean, it's they're they're built by mountain bike people. Mountain bike people, to our whatever you want to call it, are the ones that do ninety percent of the work. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was on the state committee, um, we met with hiking, biking, four wheelers, horses, and the four wheelers really weren't interested because they had to do their own thing. They couldn't be involved. And the hikers were like, oh. Uh, maybe you know they really they they have no money they have no organizations they don't really have anything the horse horse people are like uh we ain't doing any work we got lots of money though so yeah. we'll pay for we'll pay for shit but we ain't gonna come help you yeah you know? the same with the snowmobilers they yeah. got money but yeah 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 so it, it's I, I, I this is not done believe me and I, and we're probably gonna have a discussion about this and probably uh, it might die out over the winter but next spring it's gonna pop up again. And I've talked to some of those rasky, the raskers, the mountain bike, and they, and they're not angry about it, but they know the bullshit of it that, hey, they go out to Game Haven and they put in Frisbee golf. The city foots the bill. Right. The city pays for it all. Right. But we want trails out there. The city pays nothing. Right. Right. Well, I don't think that's a bad give and take. Um, it, 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 at times it does give us clout. Yeah. I mean, but, it, but, but in, in, and remember in the back of everybody that's ever worked on a mountain bike trail, um, that's done it for any time or been involved in it. When we build a trail, we always know that there is a possibility that tomorrow that trail's gone, mm-hmm. whether it's on city land, whether it's on private land, it doesn't matter. Something could come up where we could lose that land. We have to make them so that they want to let us stay there. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? We, mm-hmm. we can't just build these trails just, well, we're going to be out of here in two years, so fuck it. Let's just ride it in and don't worry about it. No, we still build the trails the way they're supposed to be built because there's a possibility that we could keep those trails forever. You know, so you build them to, well, I'm going back down to Decorah next week. Um, we're doing winter maintenance or pre-winter maintenance. We're going to go down there and mow everything and get everything done and shore up stuff that's busted and get it ready for winter. And and then that way that there's less work in the spring. It takes care of the runoff. And the, and the thing that happens today that didn't happen ten years ago is you build these trails now to be used year round. True, that's another thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. with the fat bikes and yep. the trail winter trail groomers, and you're like, hey, we we'll use this trail and, and, all and, the time. And like I said, Brask is going about it the right way. They're doing a fantastic job. They're being polite. They're they're keeping the ducks in rows. And I'm not part of their group, and I can tell these fuckers that they're just absolute idiots. And they are. They're just fucking stupid. I mean, I I can understand if you and and well, okay, let's put it back. You take a look at the picture behind you. Here's the problem. Everything you see advertising for bicing is that. Yeah. You know, big jumps, big air, skidding around a corner. And we've been fighting that for 30 years. That's that that advertisement sells bicycles, but in reality, and especially in an area like that. There's never going to be a race held at in Northern Heights. Oh. That's going to be that's going to be the, the, the okay same thing. Um, in 1972, behind Mayo High School, we had trails. As little kids, we went out there and rode in trails on our bicycles along the creek oh. on each side of the creek behind Mayo High School. When I moved to and town, and I'll guarantee you that that's exactly what's behind there in that woods right now. Oh yeah, when I moved to town over around Mayo Wood along the river, there were yep trail and they weren't good. No, that was, just, that was just a couple of neighbor guys that built those. Yeah, they were just trails, and but, we would go ride on them. And yeah, yeah, you know, and it's it's a, so this is going to be a neighborhood trail. There's never going to be a race on there. There's never going to be a Rask practice ride on it for oh, a race. No. But but the kids that live over there are going to go ride it. Or the 
Or mom and dad are going to take their kids out and ride ride the trail system. Or the kids like my kids that when practice isn't going on in the spring and my kid's going to say, hey, let's ride up there because I can get there. It's it's not game because he my kid doesn't drive. He can't ride his bike to Game Haven. Right. But hey, I can ride to Northern Heights yep. and I can putz around on the trails for a half hour and then ride home. Which was the whole idea behind Quarry Hill. And, yeah. and, and actually, was the high idea behind Indian Eastwood. Heights. I mean, while okay. e- while Eastwood Eastwood not not so much not so much because Eastwood was Eastwood was a compromise that so we stayed off of Quarry Hill. And yeah. again, like I said, Quarry Hill was an easy thing to stay off of because it wasn't fun to ride because you were always there was always and, somebody there. And I know Bentonville is like the shining light example that we'll never have here because we don't have Walmart money. But they well, have that there. They yeah. have little neighborhood trail systems yeah, that well, are connected by the paved trail system. Up in the cities, there was a ton of bandit trails. And I think the park departments up there have entrusted some, I won't say all of them, but I, I, I know of a couple on the south end of the cities that, um, not Levis, just in a neighborhood park. Um, in Texas, they do these, they are all over the place. Um there's these big expanses of parks in, in Austin, and then and the cities have some too. And there's some trails off of there. They're nothing fantastic. They're mm-hmm. fun to go ride. They're the, um, I look at them as, hey, we're going to go, I'm going to ride to your house. So my ideal world would be anywhere like behind Cub Foods. Mm-hmm. Instead of letting the hobo sleep back there, can I build a trail through there? So instead of riding the paved trail, I jump off the paved trail and I go zoop, 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 zoop. And so between literally the length of, Come foods, I ride. I can ride in the dirt and then jump back on the paper. And then build maybe one small little jump, maybe build a skinny. Yeah. Just simple, simple stuff. stuff. Yeah, right. I mean, it's flat, but, but it's, it, I know, and I, and I don't want to, I don't want to say this because <laughs> I don't want to be one, I don't want to be, we bike Rochester people. Um, but they're not as bad as they used to be. <laughs> because sure because okay. it used to have me on that group oh I'm, yeah no, it's, way, it's way better now yeah. yeah it's way better um, now but it but it's but it's that whole same thing you know you you see the pump tracks alongside of bike pass for kids to go to school on so mm-hmm. kids ride their bike to school like your kid riding his riding his clunker if you had if you had a dirt path for him to go ride on, we all rode dirt paths when we were kids. It was cutting through the between the neighbor's yard and 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 through a vacant lot, and then behind a couple of buildings. You know, urban riding. That was you know we did that as kids. That's how we did everything. You know, and 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 it doesn't hurt anything. But but again, you know, if you're if you're 95 years old, like this fucking guy probably is, <laughs> and if you want to go out there and look at two. Birds that if you put a feeder out would be sitting in your front yard and you don't have to go anywhere. But if you're looking at them in nature, it's way cooler. Maybe I don't. And I'm just guessing. I don't know. What and he wants is. to walk his dog on some walking yeah. trail that's already there and not yeah. have to that worry was, about a. Bike that was. I would put through. money on that. That walking trail. That that trail that he's walking on in parts anyway was built by a bunch of kids on with jeeps that had no place else to go. 40 years ago probably yeah. you know and you know and so and so don't act like this is your own private land and you've done a million things to make it better because i'll bet he hasn't done shit out there mm-hmm. and and it just that's what ticks me off it's like and then they come up with the dumbest fucking excuses it's going to drop my pop property value no your property value just dropped because you're a fucking idiot who wants to live <laughs> next to you 
So uh, I just, I don't, I can't stand it. I really can't stand it. I, I've done this shit for far too long. And that's why I say Rask is awesome because they're being very tolerant of it and they're going about it the right way. And I would just, I would just walk into the meeting and go, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, we probably should get going because we got to do the shit again next week. All right. We're going to bring Kayla, Kayla out here and talk about her stuff. Um, maybe there'll be more to talk about this, but oh, we went way over. I'm way sorry. Over. Hey, no, it's okay. It's been a while. Maybe Greg will be happy with us. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening to you. Uh, we're out of here. Let's get right. going. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Watch. There it is. Ah, ah.